Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to an episode of The Bright Side with Technicia. Here we give you real-life experiences with the guests who have been through it all, and they give you their experience. their expertise on what they know. So we're dealing with holistic healers. We're dealing with people who have near-death experiences, people who deal in maybe spiritual healing. All walks of life have been on this show, and you can always go back and listen to previous podcasts. Now, I know I haven't had a show in a while. Things get busy, but I'm here today with you. Um, With everything that's going on, we're still going to make it happen. And one thing about it, you know, it's not a joking matter. People have been joking about it on social media. People are actually fearful. So let's be mindful of that. Everybody's not taking it the same position. You know, God God doesn't deal with fear. But, you know, I mean, the media is not making it any easier. They even mentioned a pandemic for 18 months. You know, this made people wonder, what am I going to do for 18 months, you know? So when you're posting those things, Let's be mindful of who actually is standing and reading it because everybody takes it and everybody's perception is different. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But today I have the pleasure of interviewing a wonderful lady, and she came highly recommended to me to be on the show, and I'm so grateful. I think this will be a great time in a crisis that we are in. We definitely need this. Um, I want to give a little bit of background about her. Dr. Susan Shumsky dedicates her life to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, positive ways. She is the bestseller author of 17 books in English, published by Simon & Schuster, Random House Penguin, Red Wheel, New Page, and Skyhorse, and 34 books in foreign languages. She has won 31 prestigious book awards, a pioneer in the human potential field, she has taught meditation, prayer, affirmation, and intuition to thousands worldwide for decades. Dr. Shumsky is a highly respected spiritual teacher, award-winning author, and founder of Divine Revelation, a unique field proven technology for contacting the divine presence, hearing and testing the inner voice, and receiving clear divine guidance. For over two decades, her mentor was Maharishi, founder of Transcendental Meditation and Guru of the Beatles. And she has served on that personal staff for six years. Of course, I already listed her website in there in the description, but we'll definitely make sure we give you that today. Um, we'll talk about her books and also let you know where you can purchase the books at, but we'll definitely be discussing about those books here on the show today. And if you want to call in, you can do so at 845-277-9285. If you're listening to the replay, great. Make sure you share it with others and get the message out there. But without further ado, I'd like to bring Dr. Shumsky on. 
how are you? I'm so happy that you're here with me. With all that's going on, I'm glad to have you on the show. I'm thrilled to be here with you today, Technicia. Uh, the thing is, I, I'm not sure if you can hear me okay, though, because you're breaking up. I hear a little breakage. I do. I hear a little breakage in our conversation as you speak now. I hear it. Is it possible that somebody could call me back or somehow we could reconnect? I can end up doing that. Let me see. I can end up probably hanging up, and then I'll end up calling you back. Okay. Do you have my phone number? I do. Um, the one that starts okay, with 917. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Try again, then. Thank you. All right, guys. So we had a little sketchy issues going on here, so I'm going to end up calling Dr. Shumsky back in. Alone, guys. While I am doing that, I'm not going to keep you uh, definitely bored. Let's give you a little tune so you can be listening to a little something. Take the bullet trying to save me Then I'm left to deal with making you bleed And that's a whole lot of love ain't trying to waste it Like we be running them out and never make it That's just too bitter for words, don't want to taste it That's just too bitter for words, don't want to face it But I think that I'm All right, guys. So we had a little hiccup, and as as you know, these shows are already recorded. Um, they're natural. They're true. That's what it's all about. Things happen. So you know, I just want you out there to know if you have any issues with doing your own radio show, things gonna happen. That's that's human nature. But we're back on, so I'm glad. Um, and if you didn't hear my introduction. I just want to let you know that I have Dr. Susan Shumsky on the show. We're going to be talking about a couple of her books because we needed what's going on with the Christ. Third Eye Meditations, Awaken Your Mind, Spirit, and Intuition, and then also the big book of Chakras and Chakra Healing, How to Unlock Your Seven Energy Centers for Healing, Happiness, and Transformation. So we definitely want to make sure that um, we definitely get into those topics, like I said, Everything's going on. We definitely need all the healing that we can get. So without further ado, we're going to bring Dr. Shumsky back on. Okay, there we go. All right, Dr. Shumsky, we got you back on the air. Sorry for that hiccup, but I'm glad that you're here. I'm thrilled to be here with you today, Technicia. Is that how you pronounce your name? 
Yes, ma'am, it is, Technicia. Great. I know it always used to be a reason behind everything. What made you get into this into this part of of healing? What what caught your attention? As far as uh, chakras or meditation or or which? Oh, on meditation and chakras. Uh huh. Well, uh, it was the 1960s. I was a hippie. I was a flower child of the 60s. I was living in the San Francisco Bay Area. And those of us who were flower children, we were seeking altered states of consciousness. We were seeking higher consciousness. And I was reading all the books that I could lay hands on about uh, higher states of consciousness. I was reading Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. I was reading the Buddhist scriptures, and I was also reading The Way of Zen and other books by Alan Watts. By Alan Watts, he said that you have to find a meditation guide. Well, in 1966 in Berkeley, California, you didn't exactly go to the yellow pages and find meditation guide or anything remotely similar to that. So I asked a friend, well, you know, how do I find this meditation guide? And he said, have you ever tried to meditate on your own? And I said, well, I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. Why not? So I lay down on my bed. That's how clueless I was, Technicia. I didn't even know you're supposed to sit up when you meditate. I lay on my bed and I sort of prayed for or asked for a meditation. And immediately I was propelled into this ecstatic state. I could feel a rush or cord of energy rushing from the tips of my toes all the way to the top of my head. And I felt like I was plugged into a cosmic electric socket, but in a most ecstatic way. And I figured, well, I guess this is meditation. Little did I know that not only did I have my first meditation experience, but also kundalini awakening all at the same time. And that was without any drugs or psychedelics or anything. And that was the time of psychedelics where we were trying to get these experiences through the drugs, but that certainly did not work out for me at all. Uh, but meditation, yes. And, and soon after I had that initial experience, I went to the Transcendental Meditation Center and um, I saw a picture of the guru on the wall who was Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who later became the guru of the Beatles. And I knew as soon as I saw his picture that this is where I could learn real meditation because I felt this amazing energy just coming from his eyes, this love energy, this divine vibration washing over me. And uh, that's where I learned to meditate. Wow, that's amazing. And just to know that somebody else of a whole nother singing group was actually into this, um, I, I, I guess, lifestyle, and that intrigues you. That's amazing. amazing. Cause I always say it's got to be something that actually spark it. You know, a lot of people be thinking, you know, oh, you, you went to school or something. Sometimes it'd be deeper than that. You know, um, especially when you're talking about meditation. I didn't even think that either. I didn't know you had to sit up for meditation. I thought maybe you could lay down or, or, or it's almost like yoga. Um, so I didn't have my expertise in it, but 
as of today, Dr. Shamsky, how how popular is meditation? Well, you know, there's a lot of people that are meditating in the United States, approximately anywhere from 10% to 14% of the population, depending on what surveys you read. They claim that they practice meditation, which I was surprised it was such a huge percentage of the population that says that they meditate. And now, of of all this, of all times now, especially what we're going through, do you think it's very important for meditation to for you to go into meditation right now? I think that this more than any other time that I've experienced in my lifetime uh, is the most important time for us to be able to calm ourselves down and uh, to reduce our blood pressure, anxiety, stress, hypertension, all of the things that meditation has proven to eliminate or alleviate. Uh, there's been a lot of scientific research done on meditation, and all of the things that I mentioned are reduced through meditation. It's, it's been proven. So when we meditate, we're able to be in a relaxed and peaceful state of mind. And also that reduces stress in the, in the body. So we are feeling much more confident, much more self-assured, much less fear. Uh, We feel that we can handle crisis, we can handle challenges much better. And these are proven effects of meditation. I agree. And all this, like I said, that's going on around us, people fearful, you don't understand. And all unsettling meditation will be good. If you could just sit to yourself, if you're not used to saying that you have time, then you might need to do an hour. But just sit to yourself quietly and think this through. I think this is the uh, time right now everybody just needs to get to the point where we're going to have to actually get on our knees. We're going to have to get back to that point where we got to get back to praying. I think this this is way bigger than just a virus. You know, but that's a whole nother topic. But, okay, now we spoke some of the benefits of meditation. So I want to know, because in, in your book, Third Eye Meditation, it speaks of a guided meditation. So what exactly is that, and how does that differ from the meditation? Uh, yes, uh, Technicia, there's a lot of different forms of meditation. So, so okay. many different types of meditation. Uh, The type of meditation that I originally started doing, which was transcendental meditation, that uses a mantra. And a mantra is a word or a group of words that you repeat in your mind that takes you into a deeply relaxed state. In fact, it takes you into a higher state of consciousness. That's called In Sanskrit, they call it turiya, meaning fourth, the fourth state. And that's beyond mm-hmm. waking, beyond the waking, the dreaming, and the deep sleep state, beyond those three states of consciousness. So the fourth state is transcendental consciousness, which is a state mm-hmm. of deep relaxation and peace and comfort, 
and just feeling uh, unbounded awareness, wholeness, and oneness. It's a state where you feel that you are in a state of perfection. Uh, it's a state of uh, complete comfort and solace and, and just feeling that you are at home, so to speak. And uh, that's, that is the goal of meditation is to experience samadhi, meaning stillness of mind, meaning evenness of mind and stillness of body. Um, that state is the end-all, be-all kind of state of meditation. And that can be reached through various forms of meditation. As I said, I, I practiced transcendental meditation for, and then I began to practice another form of meditation, which is what I practice now and what I teach now, and that's called Divine Revelation. And that, the book Third Eye Meditations is a book that consists of guided meditations, affirmations, prayers, mantras, visualizations. And guided meditation is different from transcendental meditation and it's different from many other forms of meditation because it is guided. That's why it's called guided meditation. You are guided step by step by step through every moment of the process in guided meditation. So it's like, I call it the do nothing program because you do nothing, nothing and less than nothing. And the less that you do, the better results you have. So when you're doing the guided meditation, you're just follow the, following the instructions. So you, you either read the book and just follow the instructions on the page, or even better would be to record these meditations or record the meditations that you want to practice, record them onto a device, and then play back the recording as you sit quietly and comfortably with eyes closed and just listen to the instructions and follow the instructions that will take you step by step by step into the guided meditation. So you'll get the results that you're seeking in that particular meditation. There's all kinds of meditations in this book. I'll just, I'll just uh, give you the examples of, of what the topics are. Um, open the doorway to infinite consciousness. Open the doorway to uh, guided meditation, to divine love and light, to forgiveness and gratitude, to strength and protection, to um, inner peace and contentment, to meaningful relationships, to a purposeful, authentic life, to health and energy, to meaningful abundance, to real power and true success, to universal love, to ecological balance, to world peace, to intuition and wisdom, to wholeness and oneness, to spiritual lifting, and to ascension. All of these topics are covered in this very short, small book, but it has all these amazing guided meditations in it that you can practice. And by the way, if you don't want to record it yourself onto a device, it is available in audiobook as well. Third Eye Meditations is the name of the book. 
Oh, that'll be awesome for a lot of people who don't like paperback, but I am a big paperback fan. I love it. I can't even stand purchasing a book on my iPhone. I'm like, oh, I don't want to read it on my phone. I want it in my hand, but if they don't have it, then I actually have to get it. But I love the fact that it's targeting. Look at all those topics in the piece. We definitely need that. A lot of people, I mean, I was surprised to hear that people are actually going to the pawn shop and getting ammo. I'm like, has it really gotten that bad? Am, am I in an episode of The Walking Dead? Because that's how I felt. I was like, I'm, I feel like I'm in an episode of The Walking Dead. Why Why we need ammo? What's going on? It's just, I mean, they just said quarantine. Like, but, I, I mean, people's mentality, their thinking level has become really extreme. They're really getting out of control. It's outrageous, and, and people are... People don't care. This this is a crisis. I'm gonna take whatever I need to take. Like oh, people ahead, are very doctor. fearful. People are very fearful Takisha for no reason. There's no reason to have all this fear and anxiety. And as I said, it's meditation not. meditation is really the cure for this kind of anxiety because uh, there's nothing real about the extremity the, the extreme nature of anxiety that people are working themselves up into. Uh, there's no need for all of this. We we need to stay calm and peaceful, and meditation is really the best way to do that. So I highly recommend that, that everyone practice some form of meditation, whether that be affirmation, whether that be prayer, whether that be sitting quietly, with eyes closed and practicing a formal kind of meditation, whether that be guided meditation, whether that be saying some mantras or or affirmations. Mantras and affirmations are basically the same thing. So these are some methods that we can use to help us to be able to face any kind of challenge, uh, such as the challenge we're facing right now. With peaceful confidence. I do agree. I'm all the way with you on that, Dr. Shumsky. Um, we definitely need it. And I'm glad to have you on the show. This was it was like it was perfect timing for it. And now we all you also spoke about the third eye in the middle of your right in the middle of your forehead. It's like that that sixth sense, is that kind of what we're talking about here when we're talking about the third eye? Okay, so I'm going to explain now what the third eye is, and I'm going to start yeah. with a word word called prana. Prana means life force energy. In India, they call it prana. In China, they call it chi, and in Japan, they call it ki. So this life force energy is flowing through your subtle body. You have a gross physical body, but you also have a subtle body. And the subtle body is often called the aura energy field. But there are many layers to this energy field. And there are five layers to our physical and subtle energy bodies. Uh, first of all, there's the physical body, which is called the anamaya kosha, which means food sheath. Food sheath means it's made of food, 
sustained by food and becomes food for something else after we're gone. So that's the food sheath. The second sheath is called the pranamaya kosha, which is the sheath made of prana or life force energy. That is what is keeping you alive. It is said in the ancient scriptures of India that when prana is in the body, that is what is defined as life. And when prana leaves the body, that is what is defined as death. So prana is what is keeping you alive. It gives you motion and it gives you heat. So you're walking around because of prana. The third layer is called the manamaya kosha, which is your mental, emotional body. And that's where your senses are, your ability to experience life and to experience things through the five senses. That's the mental body. And then the next one is the the fourth one, uh, or fifth one, whatever it is, is the, (laughs) sorry, is the uh, the Vijnanamaya Kosha, which is your uh, intellect and ego body. And then the fifth one is the Anandamaya Kosha, which is your causal body, the body of individuation, makes you separate from other, other things in the universe. So we've got five bodies, and one of these is the subtle body called the Pranamaya Kosha, which is the vital energy body. Now, the vital energy body, that's where prana is flowing. That's where the life force energy is flowing, and it is what breathes life into your, into your physical body. And there are certain specific pathways of energy through which this life force energy flows. And in China, they call them meridian, which many of you are familiar with that term. Probably everybody's familiar with the term meridian because that is what's used in Chinese medicine and acupuncture. And in India, those are called nadi, N-A-D-I, nadi. So the life force okay. energy is flowing, flowing through the nadi. And where these come together and where these come together and form plexuses, those are called chakra. Chakra. Chakra means wheel. Means wheel in Sanskrit because it has a hub of, of life force energy and it has spokes which are the radiations of life force energy. So there are seven major chakra, and then there's seven sub-chakras. And I talk about all these chakras in my book, The Big Book of Chakras and Chakra Healing, say what the seven major chakras are and where they are. The, okay. There's the root, root chakra that's at the base of your spine, And uh, then there's the pelvic chakra that's in the area of your sexual organs. Then there's the navel chakra, which is in your abdominal area. There's the heart chakra that's in your heart and lung area. There's the throat chakra that's in your neck and throat. There is the third eye chakra that's right in the middle of your head in the area of your pineal gland. And there's the crown chakra above the top of your head. So the third eye chakra 
is right in the middle of your head in the pineal gland. It also extends to the forehead area, which you mentioned, and it goes to the back of the head. So that is called the sixth chakra or the third eye chakra, and it is where your sixth sense is. It is the seat of the sixth sense, and it is your eye of illumination called the third eye. Wow. And, of course, with this third eye, I'm sure we're talking about we're talking about lighting up some wisdom here upon your pathway. But um, Dr. Shamsky, now speaking on the third eye, what are some of the benefits once you open up that third eye? Well, there's untold benefits of opening the third eye because the third eye, as I said, is the eye of illumination, meaning the eye of spiritual awakening. And also yes, it's the seat also it's the seat of higher perception, uh, subtle sensory perception, supersensory perception, whatever you want to call it. And that would be the seat of clairvoyance, meaning clear seeing, clairaudience, meaning clear hearing, and clairsentience, meaning clear feeling. So you're able to see visions hear the divine voice, get uh, gut feelings, get promptings from spirit with a capital S. So you're able to receive divine messages through the third eye. You're able to have conversations with the divine presence. You're able to your higher self and receive the answer to any question that you have. You're able to communicate with divine beings, beings of light, ascended masters, angels, archangels, any kind of divine beings that you want to communicate with. You're able to, in some cases, even connect with departed loved ones on the other side. These are some of the things that you can do when you open your third eye. And uh, so it's an amazing Uh, It's the inner teacher, the inner teacher. Now, this is very interesting. Every one of your seven major chakras has a planet associated with it. And the third eye chakra happens to have the planet Jupiter associated with it. Now, Jupiter is the preceptor or the teacher of of all, you know, it's it's the teacher of all the planets. Jupiter is that has that role well amazingly in in sanskrit in the sanskrit language the planet jupiter is called guru that's the word for for jupiter in sanskrit guru and guru is the teacher the inner teacher the inner teacher is located in your third eye area so it is your inner wisdom that you can connect with at any time and receive guidance from. So that's, in my opinion, the major benefit of opening the third eye is that you have an inner teacher that you can communicate with any time and receive guidance from that inner teacher, receive wisdom and advice and counsel from that inner teacher. 
this is a lot because I I didn't take it. I didn't know about her eye, so I'm just going to be honest here. I didn't know, but listening to all this, I mean, all the benefits, the the ability to be able to, the ability, the ability to even be able to perceive the reality and the truth here and all the, the peace and the enjoyment that you can actually get from having a third eye. It sounds like some of like when we watched the movie with Bruce Willis and the young man with the sixth sense. Of course, that was dealing with spirits and everything, but this is actually chiming in to your true, your true purpose here. Wow, like. This is this is really good information. I hope everybody's taking it. But here I'm getting from it, Dr. Shumsky, is that, I mean, it don't take a whole lot of studying to just get started. But you got to begin somewhere to just even get that part of happiness into your life, to get a true inner guidance for yourself. You got to start. You have to start somewhere. And, I mean, she's giving great tips here, guys, on how to even begin with this with this um, process here. But this is some great yeah. information. But what I, oh, go ahead, doctor. I was just going to say that the book Third Eye Meditations is a great place to start because it's a no-brainer. You don't have to do anything. Right. This is a do-nothing do program. All you have to do is read the words on the page or listen to the audio book or record the words onto a, a device and, and then play it back. And just follow the instructions step by step. And that's so much easier mm-hmm. than attempting to meditate on your own and not and feeling lost and not knowing how to do it. That's the advantage of guided meditation is that you're able to just follow step by step. Now, the third eye uh, is truly uh, a magnificent place uh, because of the fact that with our two eyes, with our physical eyes through which we see the world, we see all kinds of wonders what? in this world through the eyes. But the third eye, with the third eye, we can see things that are hidden from view. We can visit uh, planes of existence that we normally don't perceive of at all. We can see all the wonders of heavenly realms, of celestial realms, and experience inner bliss and experience higher consciousness, which is ananda, meaning absolute bliss consciousness. Yes, ma'am. Because when you really look at it, this literally is your, the third eye is literally your inner teacher here. I mean, it's teaching right. things that, that, like you said, your two eyes only see so much. So um, this is, guys, I just hope you're you're taking it all in. Um, time to chime in. But what I want to do is take a break because I want to talk about her second book. So we're just going to take a short, quick break. Not going to be long, guys, at all. And then we're going to come back where we could talk about her next book um, that I just mentioned. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Log Talk Radio, baby. There are many sounds in your day-to-day life. There are sounds that wake you up. Sounds that make you smile. 
sounds that energize you. And sounds that help you relax. But there are some sounds that can alert you to danger and can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you information about severe weather events, amber alerts, or other emergencies in your area. With critical information from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know, wherever you are. For more information, visit ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. All right, we're back with Dr. Shumsky. Uh, this lady has dedicated her life to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, positive ways. She's the best-selling author of 17 books that English published out there. Um, she's really been doing a darn thing, guys, and she has taught thousands of people meditation, prayer, affirmation, and intuition. We just finished talking about one of her books, The Third Eye Meditation, but we want to get into the big book of chakras, but we had a few callers on. Okay, we just lost we just lost one. So thank you for tuning in. I just seen your area code three four seven. I appreciate you so very much. If you want to call back in and you had a question, please do so. If you wanna send your question in through via email, my email is technishaday at gmail dot com. That's T E K D A Y at Gmail dot com. And we definitely will make sure your question is definitely answered. But we're gonna get into her next book, the big sh- Book of Chakras. So my first question here with you is, what is the aura? Yeah, so um, we talked about the different layers of our, shall we say, energy field. Uh, We talked about the um, physical body, the vital energy body, the mental body, the uh, intellect body, and the uh, causal body. So uh, there's only one of those layers that is physical, and that is the physical body. All of the other layers, the other four layers that I spoke of, and higher layers than these even, those are your aura or auric field, your energy field. That's your subtle body. Your aura is your subtle body. So, So as I said, Prana is what is keeping you alive. And all of these subtle bodies are what are giving you perception, where you're able to think and experience things, where you're able to perceive things, where you're able to have an identity, a separate identity, and so on. So that is your aura or auric field. And that does not die. That is eternal. What dies is the physical body. The rest of the bodies, the subtle bodies, are invisible. Uh, Remember I talked about the chakras and the nadis, which are in one of your subtle bodies called the pranamaya kosha or the vital energy body. If you were to dissect a corpse, you would not find a chakra or a nadi at all because they're not physical. It's strange to think that 
this invisible body, which is in a different dimension, which isn't even is not even physical and it's not in your physical form, but that subtle body is what is keeping you alive. The chakras are these subtle energy centers that are regulating your physical body and keeping you going, giving you life, giving you motion, giving you heat, and so on. Um, right, and speaking of bodies, because in the book of the big book of chakras, I mean, there are so much. There's so much information. We're talking about casual body, higher body, absolute body, your, your subtle body, like. There's a whole multidimensional going on in this book here, um, but it's not a foreign language, so that's one that's one thing I do love. Um, talk about Western medicine, so there's there's definitely a lot to take heed to in this book, and I know you guys out there would definitely enjoy. I know some people who would love to have their hands on it. Um, so we talked about prana, we talked about nadi, of course. Um, I want to ask you, what is the human energy field, and what are some of the layers of that field? Okay, we we actually already covered that. Uh, human energy field consists of those five layers, also called panchakosha, the five layers of the human energy field, which is your auric field. Okay, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, we sure did. I did miss that from when you... When you don't take your notes very well, class. Um, and we talked about the auras. I mean, this book has so much in it. Um, the girl chakra. But yes, yes, this book is an encyclopedia of the chakras. Actually, it. It has more information than you're going to find in any other book. It has everything you ever wanted to know about chakras, and it also has everything you never wanted to know about chakras. It is it is wow. so complete and so filled with full of information, and it's also a very highly illustrated book. It has I, I'm an artist, so I drew pictures of the chakra deities and the chakra yantras, meaning the chakra symbols. And also, there's tons of graphics and charts just to make it easier to understand. This this book starts very um, very simple and elementary, step by step goes through everything so that you can easily understand all of it. So it really helps sure you does. to understand it from from the beginning, and then goes from there. It gets more and more complex, but I tell you, this is an amazing book. People like Anadia Judith and Cindy Dale, who are the so-called chakra queens and chakra experts, they actually recommend this book to uh, to their students who are very serious about learning the authentic information about the chakras. Anadia Judith wrote the foreword for this book. And um, those... Uh, when I when my publisher asked me to write a book about chakras, uh, to tell you the truth, I wasn't really interested in writing the book. But what I did is I went back to the ancient scriptures of India, 
the tantric and Vedic scriptures to find the most authentic information that I could find on the topic. And I was like bowled over. I was so excited about what I found because I found not only these seven chakras that everybody knows about, but I also found the seven sub-chakras that are in the ancient scriptures and that are not in anyone else's book. I mean, (laughs) really only in this book. And it really goes into such depth about all of these uh, different uh, 14 chakras, uh, seven sub-chakras, many of which are in your head or above your head. And um, I tell you, this is, this is really something. This book's amazing. And, I mean, we talk about, also mentioned in the book, coloring the colors, the chakra colors, the days of the week, and the planets associated with the chakra. Uh, yes. Mhm. Yeah, that's covered as well. So wait a minute, um, Dr. Shunk, I wanted to make sure that everybody got a clear understanding. So, are there certain days of the week that you should practice certain chakras? Well, that yes. As a matter of fact, Technicia, there are uh, chakras that are associated with the days of the week. And if you like, if you like, I can go through those right now. We can, just a few of them. So um, let's start with Sunday, the day of the sun. Uh, Yeah, each one of the days of the week is associated with a planet, a chakra, a gemstone, and a color. So Sunday is the day of the sun. That's associated with your solar plexus chakra, which is at your navel. The um, the gemstone associated with that is the red ruby, and, and the color is red. And then the next day of the week, we'll just go through the days of the week. Monday, day of the moon, moon day. Monday is the day of the moon, and that's associated with your pelvic chakra, which is associated with the sexual organs, reproduction, fertility, the moon cycle, obviously the woman's cycle. So that's the moon day, day of the moon, and that is the pelvic or sacral chakra. And uh, the color is orange. The next day would be Tuesday, and in French and in Spanish, that is known as Mars Day, the day of Mars, or Mardi in French. Uh, and that would be um, Mars associated with the root chakra, which is the chakra of uh, male energy, uh, aggression, war. The god of war is Mars, uh, survival instinct, and so on. So that's Tuesday, and the uh, gemstone is coral, planet Mars, and that's, the color is yellow. And the, ge- the gemstone's the coral, yeah. And then the next day is Wednesday, and, the, and that in uh, French and Spanish is known as Mercury Day, Mercredi, and that is, uh, that's the planet Mercury and... It is the chakras, the crown chakra above your head. Uh, it is associated with the brain and the head because Mercury is 
the messenger of the gods. It is communication. Uh, all the neural pathways in your brain are associated with mercury. And the gemstone is the green emerald, and the color is green. The next chakra is the third eye chakra, which is associated with Thursday, which is Jupiter Day, Jeudi, Jupiter Day. That was French uh, for, for Thursday, Jeudi, Jupiter Day. And Jupiter, we already talked about Jupiter being associated with the third eye chakra, which is in your pineal gland in the center of your head. And the uh, gemstone is the yellow topaz or, or imperial topaz, actually. Uh, and that would be, um, the color would be the uh, blue color. And then the next chakra, uh, I'm sorry, the next day of the week would be Friday, which is Vendredi, Venus Day. Venus Day is associated with your throat chakra because Venus is the planet of uh, artistic expression where you're able to express yourself and the throat is associated with that. The um, gemstone is the diamond. The color is the indigo color. And then the final day of the week would be Saturn Day, Saturday. And Saturn is the planet that's associated with the heart chakra. Saturn is a planet of a contraction, which the uh, heart, the pumping of the heart requires contraction. So contraction, expansion, contraction, expansion. That would be the action of the heart. That would be Saturn, the planet Saturn. The uh, gemstone would be the blue sapphire. And the, uh, the day of the week um, uh, is Saturday. And it is a magenta color. So we got a lot of colors going on. I mean, when we think of those, you could think of like the actual color and books that we had back then um so these are just some positive ways i believe that you can end up just tuning in something different because as we already said we're going through a crisis as well and everybody's not coping so well with it but this to be able to help you guide your spiritual energy something that you can manifest in it for yourself um what would probably be your number one tip though doctor I mean, because you was able to balance it so well, you know, coming from a state of blitz and grace and then reemerging back into this into this world of chaos, you know. Um, what's probably one thing that you could probably tell someone out there, because I know it probably wasn't easy, but just to be able to balance between that. You come yeah. back from that blitz, and then you got to go back into this chaos. Yeah. So I'm going to give I'm going to teach everyone a very simple affirmation that you can do on a daily basis that can really help you. The more you the more you say this affirmation audibly, not just in your head. I mean, don't even bother to say it inside your head. Just say it audibly. Say it out loud and say it with conviction. And when you use this affirmation, this is really going to help you especially in a time of crisis, especially when you're freaking out. 
this will totally calm you down, bring you back to center, help you to be have inner strength and invincibility. It's very powerful. And it goes like this. I am in control. I am one with God. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I close off my aura and body of light to the lower astral levels of mind, and I open to the spiritual world. Thank you, God, and so it is. That all in. I do. Guys, you're going to have to make sure you listen to the replay. If you didn't get all that, please go back and listen to the replay so you can get that. I tell you, I can't tell you how much it's really a joy to just hear this. Um, I, uh, I definitely, you got to come back on the show, Doctor. I, I, I think so. We, we definitely got to have some more conversation like this. This is, this is so powerful. We, we need this. We need this. And like I said, I know, I feel that this is way bigger. You know, all I believe God, the Earth, is angry. We're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And it's coming to show you that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. The only thing that you're going to have to do besides this meditation, you're going to have to get down on your knees and you're going to have to start. You're going to have to come clean. This is testing our faith. It is. It's testing our faith. So I'm not holding up very strong through all this. But as I said in the beginning, it's not a laughing matter because everybody's not taking it. They're not taking it kindly. It's not a laughing matter, you know. So be gentle. Watch your words out there. Make sure you set an example for our children. This is a time to come together. This is time for families to come together. Time for us to start getting back to what we initially supposed to be doing, talking, coming together and becoming one as a family. I don't see no other way to do it. And with the weeks and days, half of us off our jobs, we're losing hours. This is the moment now. Um, I also want to make sure that they get get the message, um, not the message, but where they can purchase your books from. Uh, yes, well, you can purchase my books anywhere. Uh, the books are sold in the bookstore or online, and all the online booksellers sell my books. Uh, the, the books we spoke about today are Third Eye Meditations and The Big Book of Chakras and Chakra Healing. And my name is Susan Shumsky. That's spelled S-H-U-M-S-K-Y. Uh, you can go to my website, which is drsusan.org, drsusan.org. And I have another website for my travel events, and that's called Divine Travels. Dot com that's plural on the travels that's divine travels with an s on the end dot com divine travels dot com <clears throat> I have enjoyed our time here. I mean it felt like we could go on and on and on. I wish that we could um it's been so great to talk with you. It really has and before I leave anybody today, I want to make sure I give you the truth for the day, which is this. An overly sensitive mood may cause you to anger or react emotionally. Choose to respond rather than react to any situation, especially when you find yourself overly sensitive. Remain aware of your feelings. Stand in tune with your mindful self. Do not take what others say and do personally. Maintain 
an upbeat mood, regardless of how other people choose to behave, especially during these. Everyone is doing their best to keep themselves and their families healthy. Detaching from others' behaviors or opinions helps you to understand that negativity has nothing to do with you. Today, choose to take control of your reaction. Respond. Enjoy the day, everyone, and do not let this get the best of you. We will conquer. This is just a short storm, but we got this. God bless, and I'll see you soon on the next episode of The Bright Side with Technicia. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com.